How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, guys. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything Goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And sorry, we're coming to you a day late. Yeah, sorry. It was my fault. I fucked up my schedule (laughs) and I had a doctor's appointment that was earlier than whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, it's my fault. I'm sorry. It's Saturday. Hey. And yeah, we don't usually record on a Saturday. Um, We just got back from a big field trip that if you subscribe to our Patreon, you can hear all about. Yeah, that's right. We just recorded our special Patreon episode. Which will be released after this, which is very confusing, but... Not to us. Not to us. We get it. (laughs) The time, space, continuum. That's right. Um, Space, time. Space? I have no space idea. Time. I don't uh, know. Speaking of space and time, what a week it was for Gwen. Oh, wow. I this know. might be, I mean, not to us, it's not the biggest week of her career, but to the world at large, she was probably seen by more people this week than she has in years. Well, no, since, since the, the last, last one. <laughs> but I mean, still, first of all, okay, of course I saw the movie the second it came out. It's called. Avengers. Avengers. Uh, the en- what? Avengers Endgame. End- Endgame. I and will be seeing it on Monday. So no spoilers. No spoilers for you. No spoilers for me. Yeah. So we want to talk. O- I would like to talk about the movie in depth. I don't want to spoil it for Brian. I want to talk to you guys about mostly, obviously, Gwyneth. Gwyneth's scenes, her looks, her hair, her makeup. Um, we'll do an in maybe an in-depth, still, still sort of spoiler-free thing next week. We'll talk about, we'll do Gwyneth spoilers, but not movie spoilers. Or can you not? I don't know. I don't know because I'm not well versed enough in the world of spoilers because I'm not one of, I'm, I'm not like reading about superhero movies and being like, no spoilers, but. Because well, I, I think like there are people that who cares will have already seen it. I don't know. I mean, I feel, yeah, I think so too. But I feel like there are people who, who like will consider literally anything to be a spoiler. Yeah. Which, like, did I already spoil it? No, I by saying like, looks and I, hair and makeup I, and I'm, that she's in it. I'm similar to you that I usually don't care that much about spoilers. Yeah. Um. Because I want to analyze it. I want to analyze the piece. Exactly. And to me, like the the plot machinations for the most part in most movies are like not the primary thing that I'm looking for. Or like, right? You're too really smart. Care. No, I think I'm too dumb that I like need all the information I can before going into a movie or like there'll be things that go over my head. Like I'd rather have more information going in. That being said, I'm excited to sort of see this, uh, like with a little bit of a blindfold on, like not knowing what happens. Cause this is honestly the first of Marvel movie that I've gone to actually being confident in saying, I like Marvel movies and I'm excited to see it. Yeah. It's taken, it's been a long journey for me to get here. Well, I had never really seen any Marvel movie before I started dating Brian. And he, I mean, I had seen like one of the Thor movies, like on TV, like half of it or something. And I really hadn't, didn't care about it. And to be honest, you know, I still don't really that much, but you know, Brian 
would always like there are like a lot of movies I could go see with Brian because he always wants to go see like every action cartoon human cartoon movie whatever and I you know I don't always but the two that like he really has me on are like the Star Wars ones and the Marvel ones I mean those are fun like those are the biggest ones and they're the biggest ones because like they're like they're just like big fun action movies so it's like I'll always go and fucking watch that especially now that like you can get alcohol at most movie theaters and like you know i'm back on weed i mean sure, i'll see anything yeah. i don't care i mean it does I, make it easier i basically as soon as i got home from avengers endgame i like was looking at those bathroom guides that are like the lamest things to me in the world but there's like they publish guides that are like here are the parts you can go to the bathroom during Avengers, oh, so okay. that you, like you won't miss anything good or whatever. It was probably all of Gwyneth's scenes that they said that about. No, yeah. I won't even say anything. <laughs> you yep. your mouth. Yes, it. Oh, I'll was just it? Tell, yeah, they're like you can go during this part. This is a big scene between Gwyneth and um whatever his name is, the star of it. Robert Downey? Um, yeah. That's and so he's, rude. And they're like, so, you know, if you're a fan of that relationship, you'll miss something. But, like, it doesn't further... It doesn't further the plot or So something. do you think Gwyneth was strung along for a decade just so they would have moments in movies where fanboys can go to the bathroom? Yes. The whole reason that she's in these movies... Is a bathroom break? Is basically as, like, a repellent for people. For, well... <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm going to just, all right. So this is just something that I have to talk about. Okay. okay? I mean, if you want to not know anything going into Avengers, fast forward how long? One second. One second. I don't know how long. It's not really a spoiler. It's just a spoiler about like a specific thing. Okay. Gwyneth's fucking frosted lip. They gave her a pink frosted lip Mm. that... I and a and they paired it with blue eyeshadow. Weird. For her like scene with her like lover, husband, boyfriend, whatever the fuck. Oh shit. Are we not even supposed to say that she's still alive? <laughs> Guys, if you care that much about the Avengers, you'll have already seen it. Or you're listening to a goop podcast. I, no, I don't think she died at the end of the last one. You you're supposed to know because you know she's in it. Yeah, we all yeah, we all know she's in it. Um, we're definitely going to start getting death threats now, but it's okay. We can Whatever. That. Anyway, her makeup looked horrible and I just don't understand why. Like, it's like, let this fucking woman do her own goddamn makeup. Let her, I mean, I'm sure she's bringing her own makeup person. Yeah. Like, why, why are they're like, oh, this is a movie. Everyone has to like this movie. So we have to make her makeup look like shit. She can do it. She can do her own makeup. She knows how to look good. That is so weird. Pink and blue. It was like, it was so crazy. Must be a character choice. Like, but her character is supposed to be this like super fancy like business lady. Yeah, she plays. She plays a herself. version of herself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, how I, I see her. I finally saw Iron Man two like within the past month, and yeah. I was so surprised that like the whole B plot to Iron Man two is like Gwyneth becoming a CEO. Oh my god! I know she. That's the thing. It's like she and Brian had to remind me, and it's true. Because, of course, my main complaint when we left was, like, not enough Gwyneth. And I was really upset. <laughs> and he was like, look, she's not really an Avenger. And I was like, I know she's not an Avenger, but I just still wanted more. And he's like, I was like, she remember when she fought in that other one? And he was like. Oh, that must be the one I haven't seen yet. Yeah, I thought it was two, but I think it's like three. maybe it's three. I was like, remember that great one? And he's like, she's the star of Iron Man movies, but not a star of Avengers movies. And I was like. Okay. Wow, cold. That's the thing with these the 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 most interesting actors they always put in the smallest parts, like Annette Benning, Glenn Close, Angela Bassett, Gwyneth Paltrow, Natalie Portman. Yes. Oh my god, wait, I'm sorry, I've got another spoiler. It's just too funny. I have to tell mm-hmm. Brian. So if you don't want to hear anything, fast forward uh 30 seconds starting now but michelle Pfeiffer is in it and she doesn't have any lines she just is like standing there i know she has no lines oh and also keep fast forwarding keep fast forwarding they digitally dh michael douglas so hard so funny okay anyway uh and we're back uh no more avengers talk let's talk about gwyneth 
throwing her hat into the politics ring again. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Um, so if you guys are following the Democratic primary, you know there is a cute little Indiana twink running for president by <laughs> the name Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. And, and people like him. I Well, look, Buttigieg is charming. I think he's hot. I'll just say it. Hot to some, charming to others, <laughs> uh, very smart, Obama-esque, and in his like delivery and cadence. And we've both talked about how we think that he's like intentionally oh, trying totally. to talk like Barack Absolutely. Obama. Like he does the same, like he's got the same like speech pattern. Yeah. And then uh, he's kind of catching some flack from some on the far left for being too centrist. And just from people in general of like not having thought in depth on certain policies, like contrasted to someone like Elizabeth Warren, who's basically been thinking about all this for decades and has plans for everything. Yeah. So, so this this uh, criticism, I think, is totally valid. Yeah. But he is sort of right now, at least this is what, 20 months before the election, sort of the the trendy candidate. Yeah. And who likes to hop on a trend or start like hop on a trend? Before, Before it really yeah. takes off, but Gwyneth. Gwyneth, and I think, I mean, she's on. Honestly, if she if she did this a month ago, if she said she was going to throw a fundraiser for him a month ago, she yeah. would really be ahead of the curve. Now it does seem a little bit like. Well, yeah. Now it, it seems a little. But also, this is another controversial thing because a lot of these like big like Hollywood like fundraising parties are kind of out of fashion in general for Democrats. Like no one's really doing this. Like obviously Bernie isn't going to do anything. Isn't doing it. Uh, Warren isn't like, they're not having these like kind of more traditional fundraisers. Yeah. They want to seem like uh, grassroots, small donations. Yeah. And they're, you know, especially um, Sanders and Warren are running specifically against rich people. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Um, And, yeah, and but I think that like most of the candidates are sort of trying to shy away from that stuff, or at least be public. And uh, except yeah. for like Biden is like yeah, except for yeah. Biden immediately yeah. sched- had like a huge one in LA scheduled, and then Buttigieg is the only other one doing it. And it's Buttigieg's is Ryan Murphy is like throwing it. Yeah, and Gwyneth and Bradley Whitford are hosting. Our host, um, and so this is a lot of uh, a lot of Hollywood money. A lot of um, because Buttigieg is openly gay. This is a lot of like powerful um, gay money, which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but it's like he is definitely um, courting these uh, big flashy people. And I think, I mean, he he can I think because he does come across as very sort of midwestern and um, authentic, and mm-hmm. like you cannot say that like Buttigieg is you know been schmoozing in Hollywood for the past. No, he's wrong, been he like the mayor of South yeah. Bend. He's been working and um, no one would say that probably. Um, yeah. And obviously we both heard and have told to each other. I We have no source, but we both think it's true. And I think it's true that like Gwyneth wanted to campaign for Hillary, but uh, Hillary didn't want her to. I think so. Yeah. Because I mean, I think unfortunately Hillary... God, this is going to be a shit show. I mean, from now on, it's like we are just so fucked because we're in, we're in the election again. Yep. But, um, you know, we both really liked Hillary yeah. and we weren't shy about it. And um, she could not be seen with Gwyneth Paltrow. Like she couldn't have done it. She she knew better than to let no, Gwyneth I think, Paltrow. I mean, I think any female candidate would uh, just be held to like an unfair standard yeah. and, and and showing herself with Gwyneth Paltrow would be not a good move. Um, but especially Hillary obviously has been held to a different standard than literally every person, every person in the world. Um, and the standard changes as she moves through it because it's just anti her. Yeah. So I think, I think Pete as of now at least can get away rubbing shoulders with these Hollywood people because he, that is not a, like his, whatever you might think of him, no one is like, Oh, Pete is like a Hollywood uh, lightweight. No, he's which might like change a- in the if he's if he keeps doing this regularly, and he becomes like the candidate of the wealthy Hollywood people. I sure. think he, he does need to be wary of that. But as of now, um, I think he just needs to build his profile. Yeah, I think he needs to do that as well. And I mean, I think there are a lot of like really 
like powerful gay people in Hollywood. And I think that he should like probably more here than like in any other like industry. I mean, I I would guess that like in LA we have more like super rich, powerful, super rich, powerful, openly gay people, openly yeah, yeah. Gay people than in like, yeah, totally. Um, so I think he should be allowed to like, you know, explore that base. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so the, the tickets to this event actually are, are only starting at $250 per person. If you are for one of these fundraisers. Yeah. Yeah. Usually there are at least thousands of dollars. So, uh, but you have to be, I think either under 37 or 37 (laughs) because that's the cute thing about Pete is that he's 37. So it's like, if you're 37 or under, you can get in for $250. Oh, I'm under 37. I depending on the rules because I am exactly 37. I bet you could. So I don't he know. has to let people in I that, know, are that are his, his age. age. Um, but what's funny is so he's doing it's all the same day. He's doing um, Paltrow and Bradley Whitford's event. Then he's doing uh, Claire and Brian Goldsmith, who are like just rich LA people, doing um, a fundraiser there on the same day. And then he will also reported reportedly be holding a reception at West Hollywood Gay Club the Abbey which if anyone knows WeHo that is like really? the mo- the big like the tour- the touristy yeah. gay club that like people from out of town go to What's How I think much to like show one? support to I think you can well I don't know if you can just go I want to um, go to that What's funny is and this again like let's see I'm trying to say this uh the right way Okay uh Pete doesn't seem like the typical like WeHo gay person (laughs) Uh so it it would be funny to see him because he is so like straight laced and so like midwestern so to see him with like crazy drag queens and stuff and like it'll be interesting to see how much his identity as a gay man rubs up against his identity as like a small town midwestern ex-military guy um and see how he just navigates that because it's just interesting yeah, I just Googled Pete. Oh, no, shit. I meant to Google Pete Buttigieg, the Abbey, but I just Googled Pete Buttigieg. And I was like, why am I just getting these weird stories <laughs> about how Mike Pence feels about gay Republicans? Oh, but that's what comes up when that's the first um, But yeah, this is all happening very, it's coming up May 9th. Um, well, I. So let's just maybe, I don't know, try to get a seat at the Abbey on May 9th or at Sir, if anyone's a Vanderpump Rules fan. Sir is right next to the app. Oh, God, it's going to be a fucking shit show. But it would be fun to just go to Sir and just any time, not even when Pete Buttigieg is there and just like have a drink. (laughs) That's like also something I would be into doing. So, yeah. All right. Um, Let's move on. All right. Any other news? I mean, I think those are like the two two pretty big goop Gwyneth stories that are going on right now. Um, Oh, I just want to talk quickly uh, because last week I said I promised to take that gigantic 240 question quiz about um, your oh yeah strengths. did you do it I did it yeah it took so long how long did it take uh, I mean it only took like 10 minutes because you just click them really fast oh really I thought you were gonna say like an hour <laughs> but it was 240 questions and it was very like intense questions personal about, yeah you, some of them you had to think about like you know do friends say that you're the type of person that would drop anything for them? Or like, do like, it's like about a lot of, about how you perceive other people perceiving you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which, which is, is like kind of hard to like even. Yeah. So I went through it pretty quickly. Um, and then it, I guess there's 24 strengths um, that will, it will assess. And it just gives you the, your top five. It doesn't say like, these are your worst, which I'm glad. It's like a pretty... I guess you can assume that like the, the other, fifth one is your... Well, it's out of 24. So these are your top five. Oh, okay. So my top five are, number one, love of learning. Okay. You love learning new things, whether in a class or on your own, blah, blah, blah. Your second trace. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Well, uh-huh. they're long. Uh, curiosity and interest in the world. Number three, appreciation of beauty and excellence. Number four, fairness, equity, and justice. And number five, forgiveness and mercy. <laughs> You sound like a nice person. Yeah, well, it sounds like I'm, you know, I'm more of a head person than a heart person. Like, or I, I'm more comfortable with intellectual pursuits than actually like being vulnerable and real with people. Where do you get that? What? Wait, what is this test because supposed my, to be about? Again? Just like, like your your character strengths. Like what parts of you are good versus what parts of you are bad. But it doesn't tell you what parts are bad. No, just you assume the other 19 or yeah, the other 19 are not as great. So mine are all sort of like, oh, I love. I'm curious and I love to explore things. Um, but yeah, now I know 
what I need to work on. Let's just everything else. Everything else. Yeah. Wait, I now I want to take it again, but you I didn't... couldn't find it. It was too hard. I couldn't even <laughs> find it. <laughs> I'll link it to you. So, yeah, you. you can do it for next week. It was too complicated. Well, because yeah, I, I mean, we said this last last week, but like, if you click on the link that Goop provides you, it just goes to like this weird, like, like academic. Website. It was like so. I was Which scared. I was like, off. I don't know. How to and then do you have this. to scroll down and like look, like find the quiz that they're talking about on Goop. Yeah, and then I took one that was like the wrong one, and I just like just gave a bunch of like information to these like grad students, and I was yeah. like, mm, well, okay. Uh. Shall we move on to the newsletter? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. What was your best of the week? Okay, my best of the week was I'm. Get, you're definitely going to talk about it. You just told me about it, oh. and I don't want to step on your toes. But here's the truth: it was, and it always will be. The my best of the week was the article: uh, mother and daughter grieving through time and what the hell was a mother, it called a daughter and grieving through anger this was my best of the week too uh, it was okay good i was afraid oh, it was yeah. gonna be like your saddest or no something. It, it was riveting so it was so good so goop came out with like their mother's day issue basically yeah but so that you we all know the editor-in-chief of goop is this writer by the name of danielle pergamont and We'd heard the name before. She's yeah. bopped in and out, but she sure. sort of keeps a low profile, especially yeah. obviously compared with Gwyneth and Elise and all the other people. Unfortunately, about Elise. Yeah. I know. Um, but she came out with a searing personal essay. <laughs> the most the most um, brutal personal thing I've ever read. In ever Google. read? Ever? <laughs> Probably. I don't think I've ever read a more, like as you said, searing, personal, angry, private letter or essay in any woman's magazine ever I don't think I've read anything that was that I mean cut open I mean maybe in like a novel a book of personal essays a memoir but I mean in a magazine no nothing like this I mean we've read you know Joan Didion Joyce Carol Oates yes like and I don't know that anything's as brutal as this nothing comes close to this I mean it was so powerful so uh so this was sort of an open or like a letter to Danielle's dead mother. Yeah. Who, according to Danielle, was truly the worst person ever to walk the earth. Was like, yeah. And she says that they had a, a codependent relationship uh, that like basically like wrecked her life because it was like a very abusive codependent relationship where like every morning she would like call her mom and her mom would be like, you're fat or something. Yeah. And so yeah, Danielle's one of four daughters um, and her mom would keep reminding her basically every day. Well, you'd never win a beauty contest compared with your sisters. Right. Um, and then she, it didn't really turn to like true rage until she got older and had her own kids. And somebody said, who are your how like someone asked her about her grandchildren and she immediately said who her favorite were. Yeah. And they and, were not Danielle's kids. They she, were the daughter, the other daughter's kids. Because her love was like, she said like she didn't, she had a finite amount of love. Yeah. So she like first gave it to like the first kids. And then by the time her kids were around, like she couldn't like love them. Yeah. So like the hearing those remarks about her own children triggered like the raw anger that yeah. lives on to this day. That clearly lives on to this day. Um, and then... Um, so then it goes on to, of course, the mother's like slow decline and sickness and death. Yeah. And she also calls out... Because um, she compares her and her family to King Lear. Um, and she calls yeah. out one of her sisters who I guess was the mother's favorite. But then when the mom got sick... Um, like did not take care of her and didn't contribute any money. Oh, the other thing is the mom basically like, um, Oh wait, I'll save this for later. Cause it's sort of the twist ending about the money. Well, that's like the big, that's a big thing. That's yeah. not like the twist. That's oh. like, well, I mean, I think that was just like the, like the building the case of like, no, she's like actually the worst person yeah. where like she and her other sisters are like bending over backwards to like pay for all of her medical care and whatever as she's, dying i guess and getting older they're selling off all of her things they're selling off their own things because she's also living in this like crumbling mansion in westchester in new york that like yeah. she can't even afford to heat anymore yeah and so the danielle and her sisters are like yeah pawning off their own things in order to like keep the mother's house as she like 
withers away into like a disgusting skeleton. Yeah, and they're like, well, we thought that she had money. And she says, um, that's when um, a phone call and those six chilling words, a lot of money is missing. I'll cut to the point. You gave one daughter not just more love, but more cash, like all of it. So basically, like, she had given like all of her money to like one of her sisters and for some reason that I, I don't really understand. Which I guess is not the sister that, um, that abandoned her, but is another of the sisters. And I guess that sister didn't tell the other sisters that she had received all this money. Yeah. So then Danielle, and then I guess the fourth sister are the ones who were taking care of the mother and basically, and spending all of their own money and then not getting anything. Um, and, so, so yeah, that's basically it. And then the last several paragraphs are just like her sort of trying to convince herself to forgive her mother because like she works at Goop, like she reads the Dalai Lama, everyone's talking about forgiveness and gratitude. And then she's basically just like, fuck you, I cannot forgive you. Like, and that's happy Mother's Day. <laughs> like, that's the end. Yeah, the last sentence is like, I forgive you. It's still not working, but I'll keep trying, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like all right like she clearly like she's like my mother is dead and i will this is me dancing on her grave, yeah and i don't basically. blame her i i mean i would hate her mother too i had a great aunt who was a lot like this woman like the way that she just like describes her being like this like scandinavian obviously we were jewish not scandinavian but whatever like this just like super put together like beautiful like adorable woman who like loved art and probably seemed so perfect but was just like such a bitch mm to her kids and now i like really want to find like pictures of her and i want i know i want danielle to write a whole book oh, about I'm sure it she will. i'm sure this is like she's working on a book yeah, yeah. like and goop has its own publishing company so they can <laughs> what, what? It... well go- the goop like all the cookbooks are just by goop press I mean, I, th- I think she could do a little better than that. I mean, right? Like, well, it's right there. They have I, the, the printing press right by the It's kitchen. like, yeah, I feel like they just like churn them out. Oh, my God. Um, but like, God, can't you imagine a great book of essays? One essay by each woman who works at Goop all about their horrible mothers. About how, how much they hate their up. mothers. <laughs> Honestly. Gwyneth is like the only one that like, lo- like loves Blythe and like has this like introduction to the books. Like, I love my happy Mother's Day, everyone. And then everyone else is just, just like, like, I hate, I hate my mom. My mom. Oh, oh my god. Uh, god what a dream i know and also like i don't know what daniel pergamont danielle pergamont looks like but i bet you she's like oh she's beautiful. gorgeous I, I looked her up and she like she's a lot more gorgeous than let's just say some other brunettes <laughs> Goop. <that work> Goop. <laughs> okay we know who you're but, like <laughs> um but yeah it's like oh yeah you're like but beautiful. it's like girl that's the thing it's like girls whose moms are like that are always really beautiful yeah because like they have to be otherwise they get in like deep trouble oh my god um, yeah. So yeah, I'm so excited. I mean, I, obviously, like Danielle's already the editor in chief, but I'm like, yeah. please, like, be more hands on. Let's, yeah, let's let's get some more because you're. I mean, we all, you know, Jean is obviously an amazing writer, but Danielle's a great writer. Uh, She's a great a writer. Lot of, a lot of talented people there. Coop. Yeah, lots of talents um, at wow. Goop. So that was yeah, both of our best. What yeah, was your worst? My worst. Sorry, I'm just stuck here looking at picks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my worst was the article feminine looks for women who don't do feminine. Oh, yeah, it's like if you're butch, you can still wear pink. Which stealthy feminine looks for women who don't do feminine. Uh, shocking pink has shed its ladylike vibes and gone and done the most shocking thing of all. It's proven to be the ultimate closet chameleon. So I think that basically they just can't say what they want to say what they've been wanting to say for years which is pink is the new black which is basically what if you boil this sentence down to its essence they're saying that you can wear pink as a neutral i also have a a theory that you can wear like literally any color as a neutral and the whole thing is bullshit like if you wear one color with a bunch of neutrals then it'll like work i mean i think that's like sort of the idea so like okay so they're like, why don't you wear pink pants? Why don't you wear this pink shirt? Why don't you wear this like incredibly feminine, actually only $300, which is not expensive for goop, like wrap dress thing that is very pretty to me. Um, I don't know. I just like, I didn't really understand what was so like not feminine about 
these looks except for the like I don't know there were pants involved one of them is like jeans and a t-shirt and then one of them is like a big pink dress that's very feminine I guess I just didn't I guess I get what they're going for they're just trying to find a different way of saying like pink is like cool or something now but I just they're trying to take a new they're trying to have a new take on pink and I just I appreciated it but I just wasn't I couldn't meet them halfway on it. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen pink. We know what pink can do. It's a color. color. Like you said, anything can be a neutral if that's like the color that you're wearing. I just think that they were like trying to like rewrite an old idea by just like changing the. I mean, they were they were. I appreciate it. I appreciate instead of saying pink is the new black, you say pink has been proven to be the ultimate closet chameleon. But I know what you're saying. Totally. I guess. Yeah, it's a. it's a cliche to say pink is the new black. Um, I wonder if that was, you know, Danielle from on high gave a directive of things you cannot say. This was in partnership with their friends at the outnet, which I guess makes pink pants. I assume they make pink things also for the office. Look, one of the things is that hundred dollar brush that I want, but I don't understand. It's like brush your hair, brush your hair at the office. I don't I get mean, it. they just throw everything in. Um, they sure do. And, I don't know that that shade of pink is shocking like that that fuchsia? I know we just said how much we liked Hillary but that those remind me of like a bad Hillary pantsuit I have never seen Hillary I, I haven't seen colors. I have not seen Hillary look bad since she was secretary of state canary yellow pantsuit come on what's wrong with yellow that I don't know certain shades are just a lot it's a lot she does not wear bright colors very often. I think they tried to put her in a couple of bright colors to make her seem more accessible. But she, I mean, in the 2008 thing, she was dressing in like blue, navy blue suits yeah. exclusively. And she looked like shit. She should wear pink. She's a woman. Yeah. She should wear color. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's not the color. It's just like the, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, but then this one isn't the bright fuchsia. The next one is just like a, like a plaid shirt. It's, a, it's not even, it's barely even pink. It's like yeah. salmon sort of. Yeah, that one's pretty. And then, um, and then one. like a hippie a patterned hippie maxi dress. Or not maxi, maxi dress. dress. No, it's a maxi dress. Um, so my worst was, sad to say, the Ask Jean. Oh, um, no. Tell, me, well, tell us why. So the question was, dear Jean, do you wear sunscreen every day? If so, which one do you wear? And do you wear a different one on the beach or exercise? And so, I mean, we all know Goop loves just mineral sunscreen. Yeah. Um, and so Jean... Uh, just is trying to shit on chemical sunscreens. Like <laughs> uh-huh. she says, chemical sunscreens the kind that smooth and instantly and feel like silk contain some of the most irritating chemicals in the beauty industry. So anyone with even vaguely sensitive skin should avoid them. Which might be true if you have sensitive skin. So the thing that sort of bugs me is that like, um, in order. So there's a lot of things maybe not great about chemical sunscreens. They um they are bad for coral reefs. Um, they might irritate your skin. Uh, who knows? They might be like bad for the environment. I don't know. But the one thing that they are just as good at mineral sunscreen is, is preventing melanoma and other skin cancers. Mm-hmm. And I think Gene is not giving that credence because the, the, like the problem is mineral sunscreens are harder to put on and they're way more expensive. Yeah. And so like, I'm sorry, it's more important that you just wear sunscreen every day yeah. than to like buy these super, and it's great if you can buy the fancy mineral ones and you like those better, but don't, don't scare people off from wearing sunscreen. That's at a all. good point. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Cause she says, also she says, I wear some sunscreen most days, most of the time. The lax attitude is a response to the many conflicting studies on vitamin D absorption, sunscreen, and even melanoma survival rates. So she's sort weird. of saying like, there's good people on both sides a little bit. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, so, I've never heard anyone be like pro cancer yeah, like, or be like, well, you can survive it. So who cares or it's anything? It's very weird. It's weird. Um, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but my father died of melanoma. Uh, and so like, I'm very careful about sunscreen, um, cause I, you know, have like a genetic predisposition for getting melanoma. Um, so I just to be, cause I was like, what? I, I, I was just sort of confused. And then, so then I went to, um, the melanoma research Alliance website and just looked at what they had to say. Mm -hmm. So they say, um, so one of the questions that people like on the, on the, um, FAQ is, you know, is mineral sunscreen better or chemical sunscreen better? And 
according to the Melanoma Research Alliance, um, which is actually a good charity uh, that I've known about for a while, and like they do really good work. Um, they say there is no right or wrong answer to this question. Both chemical and mineral sunscreens are safe and effective ways to reduce your UV exposure. Some articles claim chemical sunscreen ingredients like oxybenzone or retinol palmate are harmful and could actually cause skin cancer. These claims are based on animal models where mice were fed extremely large amounts of sunscreen, far more than a person would ever be exposed to. It's far more important that you find a sunscreen that you enjoy wearing every day, rain or shine. That's a good, that's so, good. So I love Jean, but I think on this one, she might not know what she's talking about. Oh, she, I'm sure is not just this, but yeah. I think that's actually pretty fucked up. And like, I thought Jean was like, not like that. So that's kind of depressed, disappointing. Yeah. So like, and I, I, when I, you know, started getting into goop and we've been doing this, I've bought a few mineral sunscreens and I like them for certain things, like on my hands or um, maybe on my face or neck or whatever. But like if you're really going to town and you're like at the beach or you're going to be a lot of sun exposure, um, it's so much easier to just, you know, put on some banana boat or Hawaiian Tropic. And Hawaiian and Tropic fucking smells, smells really, really good. good. So yeah, get a big, you can get, get at least a 30 um, SPF. And uh, yeah, like the melanoma people say, use whatever <laughs> makes you feel good. And if on, you're going to yeah. like Hawaii or going to Australia, don't get in the water. Like that's a problem with the coral reefs. But like that is not a problem unless you're like diving in coral reefs. If you're just going about your day. You don't need to worry about how the sunscreen affects the coral reefs. You don't need to worry about you're not swimming in the ocean. You're not anywhere near a coral reef. And uh, just you're more important than the coral reefs. Exactly. We care about you. So yes. just wear sunscreen. Um, And I, yeah, I have um a juice beauty sunscreen for um you know my hands and stuff but right now and i do like the hawaiian tropic i right now i have a banana boat sport because it was on sale mm -hmm. um but i like i like the hawaiian tropic better smell wise i like the hawaiian tropic one that's like i don't know what it's called but it's like brown yeah, it yeah, has yeah. like a brown top See, the and problem a, with the brown ones is i don't think the spfs are as no hard. it is oh, really? okay. yeah because i have to wear like i I have to wear at least like a 35 yeah, yeah, yeah. and I never get lower than that. But there's one that has like a brown top and it's like there. It's like, it's a lotion and a sunscreen and it, it's like a clear, the bottle's clear, but the top is brown. And then it's like kind of like a swirly, like brown and white Ooh, cream okay. in it. I'll check out. And it smells mm. like so fucking good. And it's really moisturizing. I actually do like it as a Ooh. moisturizer too. All right. I'll check that one it's out. It's like my favorite one. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, so Jean, yeah, just like, Get with it, Jean. Get with it. Um, what was your craziest? My, I didn't have a craziest. I had a saddest. Okay. <laughs> My saddest was the fucking... Uh, shit. Hang on a second. It was the fucking how to unlock the potential of the body's five power centers. Oh, yeah. Poor... Um, poor... Foam roller. Little, What's her name? Roxborough? Uh, what's her name? Lauren Roxborough. Lauren, yeah. Poor, poor thing. So... Uh, as we know, a big part of like functional medicine and like the fun that they like to have at Goop and all these places is nothing is ever what it seems. And there's always like an underlying physical problem that like is actually the cause for whatever the hell is going on. And so like, you know, you don't have acne, you have a problem with your gut gut microbiome and da, da, da. it's like all this like you know yeah, everything, everything is connected to everything else and it's all fixed by doing something that has nothing to do with what the problem is because you have to treat the underlying cause and not the symptom or whatever and like whatever I don't know okay if nothing is working to treat your acne maybe change your diet but try conventional medicine first that's just what I think okay anyway so we have this new we've been watching this foam roller woman we've been thinking about foam rollers for a while we had the yeah. sex La sexy yeah, last foam. year from her was that really sad 10 minute long pelvic floor sex video right so the pelvic so the pelvic floor is like her version of like your like uh, gut, mm -hmm. like the the she gut. To the pelvic floor as gut is to Gundry and Wilco to the Gundries yeah. of the world. So like she, so like this little uh 
piece, which mercifully was not a Q&A because I can't get I, the Q&As have got to stop. I hate reading a fucking Q&A. On yeah, Dave. they're so disorganized. And mercifully, also, this was not a video and had lots of it just was pictures, pictures and, and bullet points. Yeah, which is like perfect. Yeah. They should all be like that. Um, except for that, unless it's about your mom, in which case, <laughs> fucking write a book. We don't care. OK, so it starts off by saying, you know, um, when we have a physical issue, we focus on the area that's causing us pain, but this doesn't always fix the problem because body alignment is really important. And she thinks the pelvic floor is the foundation for our physical and emotional health. And that's the key for the overall well-being, which is like exactly how they get you with all of this shit. Like chiropractors tell you that that's like everything about your health has to do with like shit in your spine. Uh, these new nutrition guys are like everything has to do with um, the bacteria in your gut and like how like the amount of like whatever sugar and carbs you have in there or whatever. I don't even know. What is it? Nightshades. Um, nightshades, uh, Gluten, everything. Yeah. Nightshades, gluten, whatever. And so now we have a, for the physical aspect of it, you have like your pelvic floor is the new um source of every problem problem in your body and the solution to every problem is in your pelvic floor so you can buy a lorox body sphere from goop for 1995 that a a medicine ball also known as a ball it is a small it's like isn't a medicine oh i guess it's a medicine ball because they're smaller yeah it's a ball and this whole piece is to promote uh, Lauren Roxborough's new book, The Power Source. She comes out next month. She's going to promote. Oh my God. She's going to promote it so much. Before she then. is going to promote it. Um, and she's also doing a sit down with Elise at the new, at the in Goop Health. In Goop Health. Yeah. Um, so basically her new thing is like, there are these five power centers of your body and it's like your core, your super core, your top core and your pelvic floor. It's like, they're all basically like, or one of, I don't know, she she goes through it and like one of them is like your head, your shoulders and heart, which is weird. Yeah, like I you don't, were saying earlier, she's just trying to rename the chakras. Yeah, she's like redoing chakras. She's just like, I'll just have, I'll just do this, but I'll change the change the name and we can focus on that. And then she has exercises with this ball to go along with each of the, and I guess all the power sources. It's just like chakras. Yeah, the different parts of your body control different systems. And then she has a solution with both her foam roller and the ball. Yeah. And then this book that's coming out. Um, yeah. So yeah. here are the five power centers. Pelvic floor, deep core, upper core, heart and shoulders, and head. Yeah. So that's basically what I said. So she talks about how the pelvic floor impacts each of them. So if you want to deal with your pelvic floor and now have your pelvic floor be like the focus of all of your bullshit, then you can buy this book. And this is a new thing. But I... I'm not into it and I think it's I started off by saying it was sad but maybe now I think it's crazy I just I'm not into it yeah it just seems like her whole shtick it sort of reminds me of um Jennifer Freed the psychological yeah it just seems like it's stretching like she's really trying to build a brand and the seams are showing and Mm -hmm. like there's only so much you can do with a foam roller so she's like how about a ball how about a book what else do I have um but and hey. she didn't like invent foam rollers either, no. did she? So what is her fucking deal? She just is a lady who likes foam rollers. <laughs> yeah. And also her book is two dollars cheaper than the ball. <laughs> <laughs> the book is seventeen wow. seventy. Uh and guys, it's only gonna go gonna go And down it's only gonna there. go down from there. That's true. I don't know. Um so I didn't have a craziest or like it's not really even sad. I, I guess I'm just calling it anticlimactic. Okay. Um, Why not? <laughs> It was what Gwyneth Ward of the Avengers premiere. Oh, what? Get You liked it? The show was canceled. What? You liked it? The I loved it. So, okay. So I loved wow. it. Hang on a second. Let me I maybe we're thinking of two different the G label, the black yeah. thing. Uh So Gwyneth wore a uh black like tuxedo jacket with sort of tuxedo shorts and then a weird top with a giant black bow on it. To the, um, yeah. So the Avengers premiere, it's all the biggest movie stars in the world. You have Scarlett Johansson. You have um, Elizabeth Olsen. You have Michelle Pfeiffer, who is an extra. You have all these people <laughs> who are in these like giant, crazy, beautiful premiere gowns. And then Gwyneth 
I know she wants to sell G-Label and it's G-Label is like sort of more functional quote unquote regular clothes for the regular woman. They still cost a thousand dollars, but like, I don't know. It just seems like she wasn't in the game. She wasn't trying to get her photo taken. And, and I like the length of the pants and even the jacket is cute, but I just can't deal with those big bows. It looks stupid to me. Wait, it was a pants. It wasn't a skirt. No, it was like shorts. Yeah. All right, hang on. I'm pulling it back up. I don't know why I'm not just looking. Oh, my <laughs> phone is dead, so I can't um, look on Instagram. Well, I mean, I can't totally tell, I guess, the everything that it looks like because she's wearing that big jacket over it, and then the bow sort of takes up a lot of Yeah, it takes space. up a lot of space. That bow <laughs> takes up a lot of space. So it's sort of just like a lot of fabric, but I love it. I think she looks great. It just I... looks too casual for a giant movie premiere. Like where that No, t- it doesn't. It's not because she's Gwyneth Paltrow. She won an Academy Award. She's a businesswoman now. She's just doing this in her fucking spare time. No, and this outfit is like saying like, sure, I'll show up at your premiere if I can promote my label. And then I'm going to wear, oh, this is fun for Avengers. Haha. <laughs> Why not wear this? Because look, if they're not going to give her the respect of, first of all, a like, neutral eye makeup mm-hmm. and also a, I'm sorry like her own movie which she absolutely I deserves well, in we this need to write it obviously obviously then fuck them she's wearing shorts to the damn premiere I get it yeah it's a power move but d- this yeah this outfit to me just seems like more appropriate to wear to like honestly like one of Blythe's premieres yeah or like if you're like at the beach and it's it got cold so yeah. you put a jacket and a scarf over and you just like run down the street yeah, to the or store or like the Gotham Awards or like the LA Film Critics Association yeah luncheon. or like yeah like something like that um, maybe like a play in the valley yeah, <laughs> Blythe's doing you know Hedda Gabler in North Hollywood yeah something like that um but yeah, like I get what you're saying. Like she obviously wants to promote G label and G label G label doesn't do like big red carpet things. So it makes sense, but I just feel like you're gonna you're gonna look through those um like us weekly like slideshows of everyone at the Avengers premiere and this is gonna be somewhere in the middle and you're not gonna remember it. Uh I will only remember it. <laughs> okay. Well I mean, look at Robert Downey Jr.'s wife. Well, she's not in the movie. But she's just wearing like a long black sparkly dress. Like Gwyneth's is so much more like, who's that? Yeah. What's she wearing? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's I there. That, Look at it. I love that the slideshow is literally just Gwyneth and Robert Downey Jr.'s wife. I mean, I think there are some people that are like obsessed with the relationship. Like Pepper yeah. Potts yeah. and Iron Man's ship romance them. is like, they love it. Um, it is weird it's... that like to an international audience... Uh, and especially a younger audience, Gwyneth is like only known as Pepper Potts. Oh, I do. I want to know, like, does the jacket come off? Yes. What's it's under? It's three pieces. It's, um, here, I'll tell you exactly. Do you, are there pictures? Yeah, there's a, on Goop, they have a whole spread and you can buy them. So there's <laughs> okay. the Mr. and Mrs. Tuxedo jacket okay. uh, for $850. There is the Anthony t- Taylor shorts for $375. And then there's the Virginia tie neck top, um, which is, I guess, slightly different. Than is Gwyneth's. it sleeveless? Yes, it's sleeveless. There's a big bow. It's chiffon. And then on the interior, they're not called polka dots. They're called Swiss dots. They're scattered all over. And that one is $425. I mean, you can pre-order all of them on goop.com. I think that this looks... Gr- See, this was the picture that I think I saw of her not wearing the jacket. And I think it looks really good without the jacket. I don't think that she needed the tuxedo jacket see i i just don't like that big bow like i would rather like a cute little tuxedo jacket and shorts and then like more of a maybe a plain black top with like a cool statement necklace or something but the bow i'm just not a big bow fan so maybe that's it i think that it would have like i i think it just got too busy because it's like the like big lapels on the jacket and then there's like the big bow i i don't have a I'm not an anti-bow person, um, but I, but especially like, I feel like if you're just wearing like shorts and this like sort of simple top with a bow on it, that's fine. I just think that like it kind of, you're like, wait, what's going on? Cause there's like this. When it's all black and it's against like the, the, the background Avengers is like thing. a slate gray Avengers background. So it sort of, 
I don't know. And there's no, there's, it's just like nice earrings and like a ring on, but I, I guess I just want a necklace or something. A to distract. necklace. Well, you like statement necklaces well, so much? I do. I mean, I'm a Countess Luann fan. Oh, I, I see. love a statement necklace, but like, it's just black on black on black. Um, but I do like her makeup. She has like a sort of a smoky eye and like a, a nude lipstick, which I imagine is better than the makeup in the movie. The makeup in the movie is a fucking disaster mm-hmm. on her and it's really offensive. I mean, like the it looks like her like little daughter did it. Like <laughs> I mean, picked was like not her daughter. Because her daughter would do her daughter would have been a savant, yeah. obviously. <laughs> I mean, no, it looked like if like your your kid does your yeah, makeup, yeah, yeah. what she would pick out. Interesting. Yeah. Um well, go to goop.com or go to any like gossip website or look like at, i'm sure you've already it. seen yeah it. you've seen it uh, what do you guys think yeah um what would you try there's a new uh scent from heretic mm. um called jasmine smoke Ooh. that i think i might like we were just at the goop store and we were looking at all the heretic perfumes oh yeah they didn't have the and we were song. trying to remember because i we like i got one the last time we were at like some oh we were at credo and i yeah, got yeah. one and um i really liked it but it just like it doesn't because it's so it's all natural or whatever so you have to like constantly reapply it and it's not cheap so like you kind of go through it really yeah. like i'm already almost done with mine that i just got like yeah i ago. sprayed some dirty rose on my wrists just it's, an you, hour ago and i can't it's, smell it yeah all. it's like it you only smell it like the second you spray it basically um but i do like it so we were like yeah, we were looking at them and i was like what's the one i have called it's something really disgusting and sexual because they are all like that i don't know Heretic, just to remind you, is the perfume brand that like they came out with Dirty Lemon and they had like those two lemons that were this lemon that was cut in half to look like boobs and then it had a piercing like nipple piercing and they're all called like horny flowers (laughs) or whatever. So the one I had was called Florgasm and it's like floral orgasm yeah oh i get it thank you and the and that was the name I couldn't remember and the new one is called jasmine smoke that's not even like a sexual it should be called like jasmine, jasmine fuck yeah. yeah something but no jasmine smoke um yeah and i also saw they had one called dirty mango but that sounds gross i didn't like the dirty lemon and i don't think i'd like the dirty mango like i don't want like an earthy fruity combo yeah i like i mean a smoky one sounds good i didn't smell it the weird the thing is though like the dirty rose i keep wanting to like it and then i'll spray it on and it, it doesn't smell especially dirty and it doesn't even really smell like rose i don't it it's just sort of a light like neutrally sort of floral scent smells like rose i don't think i don't get the dirty part of it so maybe the mango one just but the do you remember the dirty mango i think it just smells like very sweet or very sweet lemon not mango the lemon lemon one. one yeah yeah it was um yeah it's not super citrusy i don't know they're all they all sort of are better in theory than they are in execution to me. Like, yeah, I, I like agree. the branding and it seems cool, but then you smell them and there's nothing like super edgy or like sexy about them. I, don't know. I do think the florgasm is like a really beautiful scent. I mm. love it. I, w- I would definitely buy it again. Uh, but I love the smell of jasmine. Yeah. So I don't know if they, my guess from how all the other ones are going, it's called like jasmine smoke, but lit, like it'll just smell like jasmine, which would be nice. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the one I would at the very least try next time we're at the goop store. Sure. Which, yeah. oh man, what a drive. What a fucking drive. Uh, so I would try, oh, there, there was like, you know, Mother's Day gift section. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's mother's getting a gift except for Danielle Pergamont. Yeah, I know. She's getting a <laughs> gift of being dead and having a hateful essay written yeah. about her. But if you uh, don't have Mrs. Pergamont as a mother, um, you might want to get her or me. Okay. Um, a blue weighted blanket. Uh, oh. Have you tried a weighted blanket? No, but I've always really Me wanted too. to. I, I feel like every podcast has ads for like weighted blankets and stuff. I really want a weighted blanket. Um, it looks so comfy. So this one is, it's $169, which I imagine is like probably pretty average for a weighted blanket. Um, and it's just like white and it's, uh, it says a cocoon-like weighted blanket that'll help her or you get the deep mm. sleep she deserves. Genius. That's um, It just sounds really comfy. And like, can you imagine like taking one of your knock me out shoes 
having some herbal tea, mm-hmm. maybe a couple tokes on whatever your vape thing is. <laughs> Anything, any type and of then, <laughs> And then just curling up uh, underneath like a, just a cotton anvil. Just a big, just heavy blanket. Because I feel like I've been under heavy blankets and I've really liked it. I don't know what this, because this is, yeah, I don't know what it feels like. I mean, I can totally imagine it. I mean, I've never been under what, what I think would be a technically considered a weighted blanket, but yeah. I've been under like a heavy, a heavy does, blanket it nice. and it feels like you're being like held by the blanket. Um, Very So comforting. yeah, I want to know because there's only one, like there weren't like multiple sizes. I don't know. Is it just for one person or do you both if you Well, it doesn't have like the size of like the bed that it's for or whatever. Um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I wonder if it's like an individual thing because every on the, all the pictures, it's like one person just like curling up in it. So it's like, do you have to have two? Who knows? Um, oh, and there's different know. weights. That's interesting. There's a 15 pound and a 20 pound. Oh, okay. Equal to the size of the top of a queen size bed. Answer my own question. So I guess it could be for two people. Um, and there's also a weighted duvet cover. Interesting. A weighted duvet cover. So it's not the same thing as... I guess it's not even... It's just a, the cover for the blanket. It's not weighted in and of itself. I see. Interesting. Hmm. But it's $129. Huh. Uh, and the colors include blush pink, oatmeal, navy, dove gray, white, and charcoal. Oh. All nice, neutral, calming colors. That um, sounds lovely. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, what would you buy? I would buy, first of all, I did really like the Mother's Day thing too. And there was that, like a really pretty book that was just like, every page was like a big picture of a flower. <laughs> did you see it? <laughs> no, I don't know. I can't find it now, but it was like really pretty. Uh, so I would like that. But the thing I would buy, I just wrote the word bucket bag with a question mark next to it because there was just a lot of bucket bags on huh, Goop yeah. right now. And I've never thought about using a bucket bag, but I guess that's the reason they keep on inundating you with it and sending it to you over and over and over again because then at a certain point you're going to be like well should I get one do I like it do I want that and now I'm thinking maybe a bucket bag is like I don't know convenient Sorry, what is a bucket bag? It's like a bag that looks like a bucket. Okay. <laughs> like a and trash can? No, it's, yeah, like a small trash okay. can. Like, uh, hang on a second. Let me find you. Oh, I think picture. they just did those on Project Runway last week. Um, all right, we're searching. We're searching. Because I'm stupid and I don't know. the. Di- I just know tote bags um, and... Um, it's a bucket bag you see oh looks like oh, a bucket so it's sort of like like a beach bag a little oh okay it's oh, smaller almost like it's... a bowling ball bag um yeah kind of oh, yeah. oh yeah okay so some of them look like trash cans some of them just look like purses <laughs> i mean they're purses that are in the shape of a small one of them is like a satchel of gold one is sometimes they look like a satchel yeah. sometimes i mean i don't know that one just got clicked on but like yeah fuck this goddamn yeah. website this is the one that was like on the the what we're wearing right now this oh. uh the large Lola bucket it's bag. It's a little like Legend of Zelda for me, but. Interesting. Um, but yeah, it's cute, I guess. Okay. Um, well, Brian is, a, that's a hard deal for Brian. I don't know. On Some the of them just bag. look like, like you're carrying around a hat box. A hat box? I guess it's too small, but it's like a weird, it's just a weird shape. It is a weird shape, but I think it's because it, you know, it's, you can fit more stuff in it yeah. and it's like not doesn't take up as much space i think that's the okay. main idea yeah it seems um a lot of square footage a lot of square footage right and i mean i think they're okay some and of them are cute. cute um sure you're like a little girl with like a basket yeah i get it i don't know which one out of all those are the one was the one that you wanted i to like have? the one you think looks like oh. legend of zelda and i kind of like this one but um which is called the striped blind bucket bag uh and it really looks a lot like a basket but it doesn't have a shoulder strap which i think would be a problem oh, yeah, that would be annoying if there's no shoulder strap yeah um, so oh yeah then there's one that's just like a canvasy one the canvasy one i don't like at all that no, looks like too either. utilitarian that's not my thing i like um Oh God! There's one that just says "beach, please." Yeah, like I mean, those are the ones I kind of like, but they're just so like I like 
those, but you only can take them to the beach. Like, I don't want to walk around with like a big basket all the time. Yeah. Um, it really depends. I don't know. You have to like sort of try this stuff on. I also like the Tritone Brenton bucket bag. And that one looks like it has straps you can put on it. Oh, yeah. That's I don't cool. know. Anyway, so just something I'm thinking about. Oh, I learned a new word. Bucket well, bag. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good job, Brian. Uh, I would buy, um, there was an article called Recovered Ocean Plastics Find a New Life in partnership with our friends at Sperry. And Sperry makes boat shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they make boat shoes that are completely made out of recycled plastic. Um, it's called the Bionic Shoe Collection. And they're cool boat shoes for men and women. And you're doing something good for the environment. And for me, when summer's coming up, I like to put on my boat shoes. Even though I don't have a boat, I don't have access to a boat. I have not been on too many boats in my life. Mm-hmm. But I like to pretend. And it gets oh, me I in, love boat in shoes. the summer mood. I have a pair of Sperio boat shoes. Yeah, I, I like them. I've had them before. And I actually, um, the ones I have are a few years old. So I feel like I need to get new ones. So I might get, they're only, I think, $69 or something. They're not bad. And, yeah. well, I don't know about these ones, but I do know that there is a Sperry outlet at. Uh, There's one at the uh, Galleria, Glendale Galleria, right? An outlet? Or no, just a regular Sperry store. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying outlet. Oh, outlet. Where? At the outlet mall. Either, um, okay. <laughs> I think not the Citadel, the other oh, one. Okay. I always get it. I can never remember the name of the other one that isn't the Citadel, but it's like by Palm Springs. Oh, On the way to far. Palm Springs. Yeah. yeah. Um, or you could go online and go to sperry.com backslash buy boat shoes. Is that true? No. no. Okay. Um, <laughs> or just buy them on Goop. Yeah, buy them on Goop. My brain. I think the... Um, it's wearing off it's wear- yeah. the caffeine. You're crashing. Uh, I felt nothing from that. Oh, we didn't talk about that on this no. podcast. So guys, um, we're wrapping up. If you <laughs> if you like our podcast uh, a lot on our newest Patreon podcast, we review two of the three goop chews. Um, the Nerd Alert, which I am crashing off of as we speak. Allegedly. Allegedly. And the... Uh, immunity one which is called perfect attendance which we also took um so we review those and a little trip to the goop store and we review um pizzana pizza restaurant a pizza place in brentwood so yeah. go to patreon.com um you can donate uh as little as one dollar a month to get our newsletters every month or five dollars a month to get all the podcasts and the newsletters and just be our best friends in the world because we love you and um that will allow us to buy more goop things and review them so it's yeah. a little selfish, but a little selfless. That's right. I mean, like, <laughs> it basically all goes back into, like, the field trips and the, like, and these new cables. I oh, mean, like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah. We're not getting rich here. No, it's, like, basically just so we can do more fun goop stuff. Uh, um, but, yeah. Thank but you, it helps a lot. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, go on Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. Give us mm-hmm. five stars. Mm-hmm. Give us a review. That'll help us get bumped further up the goop listings because guys now that goop fellas is starting we're yeah, not even we gonna be ha- second place you guys we have to meet these goop fellas head on uh kick them where they live yeah. in their own nets and fight them look we're not gonna get anything close to the amount of no, listeners that goop, goop fellas, fellas gets. drops in we'll a couple get. weeks it will literally be armageddon the world is coming to an end when will cole, will cole and Mullen it's hell i've listened to that preview episode one time it's the three minutes i cannot get back in the my life three i couldn't make it through the full thing jesus christ i know i promised you that i and i still promise i will listen to one full episode and i will fellas, not promise you that i it might be the value myself too yeah. much i mean i won't do it you have to have boundaries i know i'm gonna put it on i'm gonna start one out of curiosity but i will turn it off whenever i need to and i that might be two minutes that might be the whole thing i don't know um yeah i might have to be really drunk or altered in order to get through it i don't know we'll see i guess i will too it will be an experiment um but anyway uh our podcast is better than goop fellas <laughs> that's our point yep um we'll see you next week bye, bye.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 